What do you do when your life has changed? You've gone through a life-changing experience, but all of your friends, all your relationships, everyone that you know has remained the same. Hey, it's Lucas Grobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome to Weaver and Loom. This is the third of five episodes on change this week. Um, so excited that you are with me here on Weaver and Loom, which is a podcast where we talk about being change makers. It's a podcast where we talk about connecting with our purpose, connecting with our destiny, and being attached to our work, taking action and standing up and doing what we were born to do, living the life that we were born and created to walk and live out. And so much of that requires us having the courage and the boldness to stand up, to go and sit at the loom and do the work, the hard work day in, day out. It's not popular, but that is the only way forward. And so today we have a question from Rima Suleiman, from Instagram. Her handle is RVMA7. And she asked a great question, which was, when your life is changing, when you're at university and you're growing, you're having all these life-changing experiences and thoughts and ideas, your personality seems to be changing, you're growing into who you are as a person, and yet all your relationships back home, all your friends, your family, Seems like they are not changing at all. You are a completely new person and you're no longer able to relate to them the way they did. They no longer are able to relate to you. It feels so foreign. It feels like you have nothing to talk about. You have nothing in common anymore. Your world is so different. But their world has gone on as it always has year after year after year. What do you do? How do you deal well, I am so I am so familiar to this feeling. I am so familiar with this happening in my life. When I was growing up, we moved so much. And with each move, if I always felt that. I always felt like I I had gone through this huge life-changing experience and that my friends and my peers around me just I couldn't relate to them and more than that, they couldn't relate to me. I remember when um, I moved back to America after living overseas in Papua New Guinea for many, many years, and I would, I would try so hard to relate to their world. They would have, you know, massive amusement parks in America, and I would say, "Oh well, where I live in Papua New Guinea, where I used to live, we had this is that, or we would do this instead. Oh, it was like that over there." I was desperately trying to make these connections with people that had no context and really didn't care of where I came from. And I know that's a little different than this exact question, but it's a similar feeling when your your experience is so different and you're trying desperately to connect, you're reaching and you're grabbing it. At one point in my life, people, someone looked at me and said, why, why do you always brag about where you came from? Like... Like, you're so stuck up. And really, I wasn't bragging. I was trying to 
make a connection. Those, those are bid for connections. I was trying to relate to their world and show them my world from where I came from. And when I remember when we first moved here to the Middle East, I would, you know, feeling very lonely, feeling like everything in my world is changing for me and my wife. And we would call our friends back in America and they would go on about all the really exciting things that they're doing in their career, the friends that they had over, babies that were being born, how their life was going on as normal. And then they'd ask about my world and about my life. And there's zero relatability. They had zero grid or clue for what our life was like here in the Khalij. And it was very hard for me. And I and it was very hard for my wife as well. I I at least had the the leg up on my wife where I grew up traveling a lot, but my wife grew up in the same house nearly her entire life. And so it was very different experiences for both of us where, where for her it was the first time experiencing the fact that people back home, her relationships found it very difficult and didn't even know what questions to ask, didn't know how to relate. And she had this feeling that those relationships were falling apart, that their lives are just going on as they've always have. And she is now a, a completely different person. Um, and I felt that too, even having traveled so much as a child, that my experience living here in the Gulf caused me to feel like I'm, I'm a completely different person. There's so much that has changed in my life, but there's, I don't know how to relate. I don't know how to connect with these relationships anymore. There feels to be such a gap between us. Maybe you can relate to this, Rima. Maybe some of you listening can relate to this as well. So what do you do? Here are some do's and don'ts. I have three points of what you do and don't do when you are in this situation. The first one is what you don't do. This is what I did. I became judgmental. I began blaming people. I became embittered. I became angry and kind of had this like, well, you just don't understand. Well, you just don't care about my life. I had this entitlement, this expectation from people that they were supposed to stop their world and pay attention to me as if I was the center of their universe. And I wrote some pretty nasty emails to some of my friends, which thankfully um, our friendship was preserved after that. But I was like, you're this, you're that, you don't care about me, you're not my friend. And uh, But out of this, this extreme hurt and loneliness, feeling misunderstood. So don't do that. Don't judge and blame other people for not being able to get your life. Don't have an unhealthy expectation upon other people of how they should ask questions about you, how they should be able to relate to your new experience because they haven't had that. They just haven't had that. And it's been your experience that you have grown into. And now, yes, we, we would love and wish that people who are close to us in our life would take time to understand that. But the, the fact of the matter is, as humans by nature, and it's fallen nature, it's not good, but we're all egocentric. We're all focused on ourselves and our world. And if I'm at 
oftentimes if we have interest in someone else, it's just in how does that person intersect with my life. And just as individuals, when something is unknown, as humans, when something is unknown, it can feel very intimidating to ask questions because we don't want to feel or look stupid. So don't judge. Don't have unrealistic expectations. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. Don't put that weight on them. It is not their responsibility to figure out your life. It is your responsibility to figure out how to share your world with them and how to continue to seek out and understand their world and where they are at. We cannot control other people. We can control ourselves. So that's number one. Don't blame. Don't have unhealthy expectations of others of how they should understand or be able to relate to you. Number two, and this one's really important. I remember the first time that my wife was going back to visit family in the States when we were living here in the Khalij, and uh, we're driving to the airport, and I remember us us talking on the way to the airport about, about how oftentimes when we've gone through this experience and their life is just going on as it has been back in our homes, back in our friend group, in our peer group, they they have a very hard time even knowing what to ask and they're still caught up in their world and that is okay. But we have to approach it differently. The ones, us who have gone through these life-changing experiences, we have to approach their world with generosity. We have to ask about their world. We need to seek out the new things in their life. We need to not wonder why they're not asking about our life. We need to give to them. So instead of instead of viewing these relationships where we need to be the beneficiary of the relationship, where we need to be the one who is being served, who's being given to, we need to enter back into that sphere with saying, now, what can I get from this? What should people be giving to me? But I am now a powerful individual that is supposed to be contributing to these relationships. So flip it around. Instead of what can I, what should people be asking me? What should I be getting from this? Say, how can I serve in these relationships? Not how can I be served? And that has always helped me tremendously. When when I travel, when I'm at new places, I'm always thinking to myself, okay, how can I serve their world? How can I intersect into their world and become relatable to them rather than having this expectation that they should relate their world to me? So one, healthy expectations. Don't judge. Don't blame others. Two, how can you be the generous party? How can you be the one that is giving and adding value to those relationships rather than expecting something from them and back from them? Number three, much of your experience has probably been this uh, coming of age, almost awakening to who you are, where you're in a new space, a new area where you can explore your identity. You can explore the the things that you think outside of your peer group and your family group that maybe has been there your whole life. Maybe it's your first time away from those, those circles of relationship. And you are now figuring out who you are as an individual outside of 
of the group. Now, it's not that the group is bad. It's not that groupthink is always negative, but it is that you are learning to become an equal, a contributor to your circle of relationship, to your family, where you are standing up as a powerful agent of change. So when you come back into that, and when you're feeling that anxiety, or you're feeling like things have changed, yes, they have changed. You have grown and are growing into a boundaried individual who is a powerful person who has learned how to say no, who has stepped out of that that homeostasis of those relationships, out of those cycles, and you have become a strong and powerful individual. And as you step back in, you have to stay free from the, the negative cycles and mindsets that existed within those relationships, if they happen to exist. And you have to say, how can I be an agent of change here? How can I begin to lift the water level in these relationships, in my family, in this peer group, even though even though I'm, I feel like I'm on the outside, we can now step in as an equal, powerful agent of change to lift the water level, to cause a new system, a healthier system to happen. Just yesterday, we talked about systems and how they're very complex. And when we add a new idea or innovation to any system, the system changes and often unexpectedly. When we step out of a system, it breaks the homeostasis and they're trying to keep, everyone's trying to keep their normal, but you have gone through a transformational period in your life and you're coming back in and the temptation is to fall back into your old patterns and your old ways, but don't do that. We're actually going to be talking about this on tomorrow's episode of Weaver and Loom. Don't do that. I'm going to be telling you how not to do that and what to do instead. And we're going to touch on what to do instead. Instead, you are meant to lift the water level in your old community to a new standard, to a new system, to an an upward journey of, of understanding who they are as individuals. So that is all for today. Remember, you are growing into a principled and boundaried person. When you're going away, it's all these principles are being formed. Find your principles. And live by your principles, not by the opinions of others. So thank you, Rima, for this question. I hope this helped you today. And if you have a question for me here on Weaver and Loom, I would love to hear them. You can go to my website, lucasgrobot.com, and leave a voicemail, a little voice note. And that will actually show up. Your voice will show up right here on the podcast or just send me an email or DM me on Instagram. I would love to answer your questions. And if this answer helped you and what you're going through, please share it with a friend that you're going through change with right now at this moment. It would mean so much to me. Until next time, tomorrow on Weaver and Loom, I'm Lucas Grobot, and this is where destiny is woven. It's kind of a little different today, and that's okay. See you tomorrow.